Hey guys, welcome back. This is Everything Revealed Encounters with Tyler. And we're going to dive right in. This might be the second episode. I'm not sure because I have plenty of other ideas, but this might be the second episode. If it's posted, it will be. So basically, I'm going to be talking about, you know, temptation. Like, I don't really have a title for this episode yet, but I'm sure it'll come up. But like, you know, today, well, when this episode comes up, it's not going to be the day that I was at school. But I will tell you, like, being at school now in high school is definitely very different. When I had first started my journey with God and, like, everything like that and starting my relationship, it was during quarantine. So it, was, it wasn't hard to, like, you know be around certain things and not want to still do it. But like, yeah, like I was secluded. I wasn't around anybody. So it's not like I really felt any type of way about anything. But when I initially started school, I was thinking, okay, God, you know, nothing's going to affect me. Nothing's going to change me. I'm still going to be the same strong person that I've always been, you know, with you and I'm always going to do stuff and I'm always going to be there and I'm always going to read my Bible and I'm not going to have anything to stop me from that. But coming back to school, it's been very hard, especially because the the culture of the school has changed a lot. The school that I'm at, the culture of the school has changed a lot. And sometimes, you know, People always expect, you know, Christians, even though I really don't like using that word and that'll be another episode, but people always expect believers of God to, you know, be people that just don't do anything. We don't drink, we don't smoke, and it's just natural and it's just things that we don't ever want to do and we're just dry and plain and these are just things that we always know how to do. But, and you know, and I always thought I would be that way. But, you know, being at school, a lot of the times and the people I'm around to are affecting that. But being at school, to me, I feel like my relationship with God and my boundaries and the things that I worked on during quarantine with God have changed. So they've changed a lot. They they definitely have because... It's kind of just like I'm around all the time. Like I'm around people that are always cussing. They're always talking about drinking and they're always talking about smoking. And sometimes people, they smoke in front of me. And I know some of y'all are probably thinking, oh, well then why don't you just get around them? Why are you putting yourself around these people? But the thing is, is I'm not purposely putting myself around these people. It's it's just in the class, you know? And a lot of the times they talk about smoking and drinking. And even today when I was in class, this boy, he was just like vaping like in front of my face, like, and just blowing out the smoke. It wasn't just like directly in front of my face, but he was closer to me. And, you know, part of me was thinking like, what if I just asked him, can I smoke that vape? Like, what if I just did that? And something hit to me. Because it's like smoking was never something that I ever thought I wanted to do. But I think that because I'm around these things, sometimes I wonder why I'm the only person not doing it. You know, like even with cussing and everything, like 
I sit here and everybody's doing it. Everybody's cussing. Everybody's smoking. Everybody's always talking about drinking. Everybody's always talking about having sex and doing stuff like this. And I sit at school and I wonder why I can't do this either. And it's come to the point where it's kind of just like, God, why can't I? I, I, and it's coming to the point where I feel like I want to. And it's difficult for me because it was so easy to push past these things and be like, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it. And I have to be honest, it was easy for me to judge other people that do this stuff, not realizing that even as myself, as a believer in God and somebody who loves God, it actually is hard not to do. I mean, I was I was right there. I literally could have asked him to smoke his vape if I wanted to, but you know, I kind of I fell back because I had to think about it. But, you know, I understand why people do. And I think that being 17, being in Gen Z and being at the school that I'm at you know, it's hard for me not to want to do things that everybody else is doing. And it's kind of like, oh, well, why don't you, why are you being a follower? Like, you know, all this. But I think what people don't realize is that even though we are we are believers and we believe in God and we're Christians and people are always like, oh, you know, they're on their knees praying. They're always doing the best things. They're always perfect we're really not. We still think about these things. We do. And some people could talk, listen to this and be like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like if you want to vape, just vape. If you want to drink, you want to just drink. And, but the thing is, is that sometimes I'm like, I'm at the point where I'm kind of just like, well, why can't I, you know? And I think the temptation is coming to that point. And I think that sometimes a lot of the times us as believers, we also think, well, why can't I, you know, who's it hurting? It's, I mean, it's not really doing anything. I mean, everybody else around me is doing it and they seem fine, you know? And I never really questioned these things until I got back to my school in person, because, you know, when you're away from things that tempt you, it's, it's not really hard to be like, okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's the same thing of like, let's say, I don't even know what I'm going to say because I can't even think about any scenario right now, but like, it's a lot easier to not want to do things that you know you shouldn't do when you're not around it. But when there's free for all, it's kind of just like, well, why can't I, you know? And I think that that's kind of what I've been thinking and kind of where I've been at because don't get me wrong I love God and I'm not saying I'm going to smoke or I'm going to drink and all that but it's just the idea that part of me wants to and I think that sometimes you know I just I just pass over it when I go to school a lot of the times I'm a different person I I try to be a different person. I don't try to be, you know, the person that loves God and always, you know, just talking about God and stuff like that. I don't try to be that when I'm at school. So I think that it's easier for me to be tempted and easier for me to 
want to be somebody else. Easier for me to want to be somebody that drinks and smokes and cusses and, you know, I don't know, shows their body a lot and sleeps around with people. Like, you know, it's thoughts that are in my head, things that I think about that I wonder why I can't do. And I think that that's, that's the place where I'm at. And of course, I'm going to have to learn and grow from where I'm at. But I do think that it's it's important to have conversations like these with yourself and with God to, you know, unpack why is it that I want to, why is it that I want to do these things, you know? And usually we call it temptation, but it's kind of just like, why, why do I want to smoke? Why do I want to drink? What do I think it's going to do for me? Will I become more popular? Will people like me more? Will I be more relatable? These are the things that I think about. And I feel like I had a conversation with a friend not too long ago, and she was talking about, you know, kind of along the same thing, how she was also feeling very tempted being at school and how she felt like she was a bad Christian. And I told her I understood because I did. I understood what it felt like to want to be, felt like to feel like you're a bad Christian. Not that that's necessarily a thing, but these are things that we as believers feel. We feel like we're a bad Christian or we feel guilty because we may not have done the act necessarily, but we think about it. And then what if you did do the act? What if you were trying to abstain and you were trying to be celibate and you had sex and then it's like, oh, well, I'm too guilty. I can't I can't do this anymore, you know? And I think that that's how sometimes I get. I beat myself down very badly because I feel like, okay, well, I do want to smoke. Like, I do want to drink. I do want to see what it is. I'm curious, you know? And it and I beat myself down and I feel guilty and I'm like, okay, well then I can't really believe in God, can I? I can't really be this perfect Christian that everybody wants to see because I I I sometimes feel these ways. And not to say that I have done it, but you know, maybe you have. Maybe you've maybe you have slipped up, you know? Maybe you did get back into your drinking. Maybe you did get back into your smoking. Maybe you were sleeping around again and you told yourself that you wouldn't. You know, it's just like, I understand. And like, I know that God understands as well. But sometimes that feeling of guilt or sometimes that feeling bad for wanting to be a part of this world, that temptation it's just like guilt. It, it it hits so hard sometimes. And I know that everything, you know, and I know that guilt is not from God. And that's, that's not something that he holds on to us. But it's like, where's the solution? How do you push past from these tempting feelings and things that you know you want to do? You, you want to do. And, and that's what I'm trying to say. I have to be honest with myself and with God that, yes, God, I, I want to smoke. I, I'm around people every day vaping and they're drinking. And I would love to. And I would love to see what it is. And it's like, y'all are probably listening like, dang, like, what is she talking about? What is this 17-year-old talking about smoking and drinking? Like, 
let's not play or let's not be fake. Like we know everybody at this age, everybody's already doing it and younger than that, especially at my school. But it's just like, you know, I don't know y'all. I just, I think about these things and I feel like that's kind of where I'm at. And I do think that we need to take off this idea that Christians and people that believe in God aren't still going to be tempted by their old life, aren't still going to want to do stuff for their old life. Maybe it wasn't even their life before they found God, but it's it's something that they, they've been curious about or something that they're around. And I don't think that people understand a lot of the times, and sometimes I don't even understand that when you're around certain things, it's it's a lot harder to say, oh, I would I would never do that, or I would never do this. But then when you're in the place and you're in the position, it's like, well, why can't I? But you know what? God God is so good because even if you did slip up, even if you did mess up. And I like, even me, like this may not be a big thing to some people, but for me in my past, when I was in a relationship, cussing was a big thing. Like I always cussed. I always, I always did it. And that's, that's what I did. And now I know some people are like, Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, you know, cause cussing's a sin or whatever. So that's why she stopped. no, The reason I stopped was because I just felt like that was something that was tying me to that. But if I'm being honest, that was tying me back to like my past. So that's why I chose to stop. But, you know, I'm not going to say that I haven't slipped up and I haven't been really mad and said some stuff and been talking to friends at school and said some stuff. This is real. And I feel like this is what I want people to know about myself and about you know, Christians in general, like, I don't want people to think that we don't go through anything and that we're not tempted. And God is very good because even though you make the mistakes and you do things that you said that you would never do, or you end up in positions where you're tempted, there's still a place for you. You know, there's still a home for you. It's not like, and y'all, I'm tearing up because I feel that. And I feel that right now, especially what I'm kind of just like, what's going through my head right now. And he, he's very good. And he's been very good to me because there's been a lot of things that I've done that I haven't said, or I haven't really talked about to other people because, you know, I don't want people to look at me and be like, Oh, she's supposed to be a Christian now. Or, Oh, she's supposed to be believing in God now. Or, Oh, I thought she said she was doing this now. And then, Oh, I slipped up. But that's the thing about God and about Jesus. They're not humans. They're not. So even though I may slip up and make the mistake, let's say I did smoke and I did do some drinking. Let's say I did. There'd still be a place for me. There'd still be a home that I could come to. There'd still be somebody there that would be like, it's okay. You messed up. It's all right. Let's let's keep going. And and I'm realizing that this now as I'm speaking, but you know, 
it's 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 crazy that I still have a home and I still have a place to be at, especially when right now, like if everything revealed, like I haven't really been reading my Bible as much or really, you know, really engaging that much with God. But it's just like, even if you haven't been engaging in God and you've been stepping into the streets for a little bit, you know, you've been cutting up, you've been doing your thing out here in the streets, but it's just like, if you came back, there'd still be a home for you. And I think that's what's really like messing me up right now because it's kind of just like, I still have a home. I still have a place where somebody's not going to look at me and not going to judge me and be like, oh no, we don't want her around us anymore because she be doing this and she be doing that and she be doing all the third. And I know people may probably listen to this and think, oh, well, what is she talking about? She's one of those goody two shoes type of people. She don't really be doing nothing. But the thing is, is whether my level of stuff that I've done is smaller or bigger than somebody else's, there really isn't any level when it comes to you know, messing up from things that you said you would never do. Let's say, oh, I'm, I'm not going to eat that again. Or, you know, I'm going to try to lose weight or something like that. You still, and then you end up breaking a diet or I don't know. It could be a number of stuff. But it's like, even with breaking a diet though, like let's say you broke your diet. God's not judging you. And he he's still going to be there like, okay, come on, sis. Come on, sis, sir, lose your weight. Like, you know? And I think that that's the most important thing. And I feel like this episode might be pretty short, pretty long. I'm not really sure, but like, I hope y'all really understand and get this and like, hear what I'm trying to say and like, you know, cause like, it'd it be hard out here, especially when it seems like everybody else is doing something, especially as a Christian. It's like, we, I have a standard that I'm supposed to be living by. But when I know that a lot of people are around me that are not living that standard, it's hard for me to want to because I'm like, they're doing all this and I'm doing something opposite and it doesn't seem as much fun as when they're doing it. And, you know, as I continue to grow and as I continue to learn, I pray that these things won't continue to affect me. And I pray that whoever's listening and you're going through stuff right now that it won't continue to affect you either. But I just know that temptation, especially at being now in the open area and not like in the comfort of my home, it's really been hitting. And even a step further, I am a senior. So it's kind of like when I get to college, that's also something that I worry about, you know, that what if I do just start cutting up and going in the streets? And if I do there's still a place and there's still a home for me in God's love. And a lot of people can say whatever they want to say. They can judge a lot of people and be like, oh, she's a Christian. Or I thought she was like this, or I thought they were like this, but they over here doing a whole lot of other stuff. And a lot of people could sit here and judge you for your past or stuff you're doing right now. But the thing is, is God's not like that. And it's, it's, it's really hitting me right now as I'm talking and as I'm talking in this podcast episode, but like, he's not like that. And it amazes me that he's not like that. It really amazes me that he's not like that. 
And sometimes I can't even wrap my head around it. But the thing is, is that when it comes to God, if we mess up and we do something wrong, we don't have to now then prove ourselves to be this and go hard and try to like bash on everybody else that's doing the same thing just so we could feel better about the fact that we did it too or we're having thoughts about it. Like, no, we don't have to prove nothing at that point, you know? Just being his child, just claiming God and being like, yes, this is my God who I believe in, that's enough. Like, everything's basically wiped away. And now, I don't want to get people confused and think that, okay, if I do the act, okay, I'm good, I'm done, God's already forgiven me. Like, you do still have to talk to God about it. Like, you you do still have to bring it up to him because it's a relationship, you know? And sometimes that's hard. And by having this conversation right now, I know God's listening and I know he's hearing my words. But... Temptation is a real thing in believers' lives, in everybody's lives, you know, and in my life specifically. And that's why I wanted to bring this episode to attention because this is something that I went through just today and, you know, previously. And I'm just like, I had to come up in here and say this. I was like, I had to make a podcast episode about this because I wanted people to know that it is real. That us believers, we are not just plastering on a fake face and saying, oh, I'm perfect and walking around trying to be the best person in the room. We go through stuff behind the scenes. The only thing is we're just better at hiding it than other people. And that's that's the number one key. And, and I stand by that. A lot of believers, we go through a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but we are very good at hiding it. Because I could post it on Instagram and be like, yes, guys, you know, all this stuff like that. But you wouldn't even know that behind the scenes, I'm doing something else. And I think, and that doesn't mean, okay, don't trust us. But that also lets people know that we're all in the same boat. We all go through things and that we're just, we're trying our best to live for God. And we go through temptations. We go through relapses we go through believing in God then going and being back in the streets or we go through saying we're going to be celibate and then we just go back to having sex it's like these things happen they they do they do but now it's kind of put on the point to are you going to continue to live with the guilt that God never gave you or Are you just going to stand up and and you're just going to be like, you know what? I messed up. I did wrong. I'm going to keep trying. And I think that that's the main thing to just keep trying. Even if you feel the temptations, even if you haven't done the act, even if you have, you know, just keep trying, you know, and know that there's still a home and there's still a place for you and that God's not judging you. He wants the mess and he wants the problems and he wants all that. So, yeah, this episode is pretty short, but I hope that y'all were able to get what y'all needed to get. I hope y'all were able to understand my words and know that none of this is coming from a place of judgment at all. I am not judging anybody that's that's in anything right now because 
God know what I'm going through and I know what I'm going through. So I'm not in a place of judgment at all. I'm just here to share love, to share God, and to let people know that there's there's a home and there's still a place, even if you messed up. And, you know, if, you know, you've never even believed in God at all, this would be a perfect time to try it out. Maybe you've been in the streets all the time and you like, oh, no, I'm going to hell anyway. You know, God don't want me anyway. He want people perfect. Like, that's not true. This would be a perfect time, you know. You know, maybe crack open the Bible. I don't know. Watch a Mike Todd sermon. Mike Todd has some great sermons. Watch Stephen Furtick, you know. I don't know. Look up something random. But, like, watch Stephanie I.K. Like, I don't know. Maybe you're on Instagram. Maybe look at a page or scroll on TikTok and find some Christian TikToks. But be careful about some of them. But, yeah, this would be a perfect time if you hadn't, if you're not even in that. But, you know, I just hope that this was good encouragement. And I hope y'all enjoy this. And y'all just know that there's a home, man. There's a home. God God loves you. And even if you did something bad, and even if you don't want him to love you, he's still going to love you. So, yeah. I still don't got an outro. But, you know, guys, thanks for listening. And hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And follow, follow everything revealed underscore encounters, capital E, capital R. And, you know, keep tuning in for more episodes. And bye, guys. Peace.